Hello, this is Meet the Problem Solvers. I'm Judy Perlman, your host for Meet the Problem Solvers. And today we have two guests and we're talking about something very seasonal. Uh, as we roll our way into December, we're looking at the holidays and we are, of course, looking at gift give giving. Giving and uh, helping those people who live with us, live among us and have uh, don't have quite enough to do around the holidays. So I'm going to introduce my guests and we're going to get right into it. Corey McGrath is a firefighter with the Cambridge Fire Department. He's been a firefighter for two years. Adam Patton works for the Cambridge Police Department as its strategic partnerships coordinator. Um, and the two of them uh, work very hard on what they're doing all year round, but they're also both pretty involved in the specific gift drives that, they're, that their organizations are doing this year. So let's dive right in and hear a little bit about it. Corey, why don't you come on in and tell us about what the fire department's doing? Sure. So within the fire department, we uh, participate in a program called Toys for Tots. Now, this program was founded in 1947 by the United States Marine Corps Reservists, and it basically provides toys for children around the city that you know, whose parents can't really provide them a gift during the holidays. Now, we've got involved in this program 20 years ago, and, and we're still going strong. And every day someone comes to the firehouse with a new toy, and, it, and it's nonstop all December. So that's really nice. So people are coming with unwrapped toys, unwrapped right? That's toys, always that's a big right. thing. And they just can come to any one of the firehouses? Any firehouse within the city. And you just come in the door. We have an open door policy. Uh huh. You are more than welcome to come in, have a cup of coffee with us. We'll take your toy. We'll pass it on, and hopefully, you we'll get it to a, a nice child. Nice, or or not a nice child, but or not a, a child, nice child, right? But regardless, a child who could hopefully have a great time with That's it, right. right? And I guess the idea is um, really to to package up all of these gifts and in one fell swoop get them to the distribution. That's point. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's great. So, okay, let's hold that. So that's Toys for Tots. That's the kids part. And Adam, you're here to talk about something else. Why don't you lay it on us? Sure. So that's the Secret Santa for Seniors program uh, at the Cambridge Police Department. That uh, program has been going, I think it's the 13th year now. Um, with this, this comes from uh, the realization, uh, you know, about 13 years ago that there are a number of seniors living in Cambridge uh, between four and 500 who don't have uh, immediate family in the area, uh, don't really have someone visiting them or bringing them any gifts uh, for the holiday season. And that's a very lonely situation for them. So uh, some of our officers, especially uh, Sergeant Susan Kale at the time, um, started this um, initiative by reaching out to community partners to uh, make donations so that we could put together gift bags uh, for all of these folks uh, on Christmas Eve morning. So that's pretty cool. So yeah. the police then gather up a bunch of goods, like actual things mm -hmm. that they're going to give to seniors. And tell us a little bit more about specifically how it, how it gets from... Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we have uh, some really terrific community partners like Pro Ambulance, Phil's Towing, the Housing Authority, Cambridge Side, who make monetary donations, uh, as well as the two police officers unions, um, which is terrific. That helps us get a lot of kind of basic stuff. Uh, and then 
we have a number of other businesses, um, some of the biotechs, uh, Mount Albert Hospital, MIT, who do internal drives with their staff. Um, and uh, also like at Mount Auburn, folks who are coming in from the public can bring in uh, you know, unwrapped items and put them there. And then we pick up from these collection boxes the week before Christmas and use all of that stuff to pack these, um, the bags. We get the names from the housing authority uh, as they look at the tenants in their buildings and check with their social workers as to who's most in need. And that's how we know who we're giving to. And then on Christmas Eve morning, we have help from the Reservoir Church as well as um, just other folks in the community. Wow. And we deliver these. Very uh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. I mean, in both cases, you are doing a lot of really wonderful things for people who wouldn't have enough festivity, but you really have a lot of community partnerships involved yeah, in it. All the way, yeah, that's really nice. And so you said like people get bags. They they're yeah. sort of oh yeah they're great. Somebody uh, rings their doorbell. Yep, and somebody's says, ringing your doorbell. And it's yeah. usually a um, like one of those nice big reusable shopping bags from Whole Foods or Trader Joe's, um, and we pack them pretty much yeah. as with as much that's stuff great. as we can get in there. Yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, yeah, so that's really a nice thing. It's really a nice thing. I think it's probably nice for the firefighters and for the police officers yeah. as well as your community partners to. Kind of take a look at this. Anything, anything interesting about how either of these initiatives has evolved over the last few years? Sure. So, uh, in our case, anyways, the the city of Cambridge has onboarded multiple local community organizations. Uh, Draper Labs got in on it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Cambridge Side Gallery is in on it. Uh, Mount Albert Hospital is in on it. So basically, all these different facilities signed up for Toys for Tots. They have the drop locations, and they're in on it with us. Now, when you know the deadline hits, they'll basically bring us all the toys, and then we'll bring them to the nonprofit organizations, and, and they'll go from there. Mm -hmm. Nice. How about you, Adam? Uh, yeah, I would say you similarly. Um, kind of, you've grown I, more partners. Yeah, and more, more, I would say yeah. it's be word of mouth that it gets around a bit within. Uh, certainly the biotech community, I've seen some of this. Uh, I've gotten some emails this year from folks who said, oh, our, we heard about this program that you're doing. We wanted to contribute to that to our office this year. Could we you know, become a partner? Sure. So it seems like we grow with a few probably each year. So it's just kind of organically growing a bit. Nice. Um, yeah, it's nice. It allows us yeah. to give a few more things out. So why don't we take a minute and you guys can each talk about if somebody who's watching this or listening to this is moved to make a donation, what should they do and where should they bring it and stuff like that. Why don't you go first, Corey, since Adam since is having a little my, bit of a... Uh, my, my thing over here. Yeah. I'm going to do this for you. Yeah, there you go. I think you're yeah. going to have to fix okay. it. Just yeah. have a minute. You're, technical you're, difficulties. Is this technical, technical oh, difficulties? You're stepping, uh, move oh, your chair a little. Move your chair a little. Oh, yeah. Okay. See, this is this is live See, TV, you guys. Fidget, I'm fidgety. Too fidgety for live TV. Too fidgety for live TV. Right. There, there we go. Thank All right. All right. Now we get ourselves situated and we go back to asking Corey. Yep. Tell somebody who's interested in being part of this what they should do and when and stuff like that. Sure. So if you are feeling uh, overly excited for this holiday season and you want to do something in the community, uh, you can go to the store, pick up a toy, bring it to any fire station in the city, and we'll be happy to take it from you and, and get it to where it needs to go. Now, there is a deadline. It's going to be this Thursday, the 12th, I believe it is. And uh, that's kind of when we cut it, just so we have enough time to get them to the nonprofits and that they can get the yeah. toys out to, to the children in the city. Great. Very nice. And I will just, um, 
piggyback on what you said because I've done a lot of these drives. The easiest thing is if you bring the gift unwrapped mm -hmm. because really the firefighters need to make sure that what they think is in there is what it is. If you also want to bring gift wrap, that's always a lovely thing to sort of throw along in there. And of course, Corey keeps talking about bringing one toy. I got to tell you, there are a lot of families and a lot sure. of organizations that will come in with like huge amounts. So feel free to do one, feel free to do more. We always have boxes to fill. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you have some big boxes. We do. Yeah. We do. All right, Adam, take your take your turn in the now okay. that your now that your mic is working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So um, our deadline is next Wednesday, December 18th. Um, the end of the day, five o'clock. The public locations where you can come drop off a gift are City Hall, um, the Cambridge Police Department, the Cambridge Public Health uh, Department, which is at 119 Windsor Street uh, in the basement of the public health um, or of the Windsor Street Clinic, uh, and the main library uh, over on Broadway. So those are four public locations where folks can drop them off. Okay, so with toys for kids, we kind of understand what it is. What kinds of things do you guys want donated for the police drive? So uh, we have, um, so mostly what we're looking for are sort of like food, snack items, tins of cookies, ah. um, coffee, tea, any kind of local sports gear, anything of a New England team, um, you know, whether that's like a scarf or a cap or, yeah, or a knit cap nice. or what, any, yeah. anything like that. Uh -huh. um, so, uh, you know, we have a flyer that's posted on the um, police department website. There's actually info both on the Toys for Tots drive and our drive because we try to co um you know, promote them together. Nice. So you can find that through the Cambridge Police website. And I believe usually this information is on the City of Cambridge uh, website at cambridgema.gov. Uh, if you search through that, you should be able to find info. And so the stuff that you guys really are hoping to get out to seniors are like little nice treats. Yeah, exactly. And or gloves, blankets, gloves, right. uh, you know, kind of winter items too, hats. Um, Socks. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, very nice. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, we'll be, before the end of the show, we'll circle back and we'll make sure you all know how to be generous, how to do the thing. Uh, let's just say this is Meet the Problem Solvers. I'm Judy Perlman. Corey McGrath is here representing the Cambridge Fire Department. Adam Patton is here from the Cambridge Police Department. Before the show, we started talking about what else we wanted to talk about. And I think one of the things that we really were interested in was what are some of the ways not just through a specialized gift drive, but what are some of the ways that both of the organizations really kind of interface with people in the city, people of all ages, people of all different ways. So why don't you sort of throw that this one to you, Adam, a little sure. bit. Sure. Um, well, I could give a lot of credit to uh, folks at the Cambridge Police Department who about 10 years ago uh, started a... Uh, a, I believe what was called the Community Relations Unit at the time, which has now recently been renamed the Family and Social Justice Section, which really does a lot of youth outreach. Uh, we have youth resource officers connected to just about every school um, who are involved in also after-school programs, um, connecting kids at the youth centers. Mm -hmm. um, we have outreach officers uh, who work on issues around homelessness, mental health, um, seniors, 
uh, are, um, you know, what I guess was traditionally called a narcotics unit, does a lot of work now actually with folks uh, trying to get into recovery with substance uh, abuse issues, uh, including having a social worker in that department uh, who helps to find folks um, availability uh, for rehab centers yeah. when folks uh, want to get into rehab. So I think we have a lot of officers who are out there trying to connect to kind of vulnerable populations, mm -hmm. build relationships, and be able to connect folks to services um, and providing you know, almost a social, things that are very similar to uh, the framework of, of, of social work, um, but within the police context. Nice, yeah. Yeah, and you guys had both talked about sort of this the mayor's summer youth program, and so maybe why don't you tell us a little bit about how uh, the fire department has worked with youth in the summertime? Sure. So one of the main programs we do in the summertime is for high school students, uh, ages you know freshman year to senior year, thirteen to eighteen, and it's basically a firefighter youth academy, and it's through the mayor's office, like you said, and basically they'll come out. We'll have a mini academy for them. Uh, we have instructors, uh, certified instructors that come out and they teach them how to use the pump. They have them climb the ladders. Mm -hmm. They teach them, you know, medical CPR, stuff like that. And uh, it's an all around good time. And it's all in an effort to promote uh, interest within the fire department and the police department in, in that matter mm -hmm. as well. And they, the city wants local kids to work in the city department. Yeah. And, and this is a huge stepping stone in that. Yeah. I, I mean, I love that idea also that they're coming as part of their summer sort of like a job right. and they're being paid to learn these skills and, you know, emulate right. what you folks are doing, and the it, men and women in uniform. Right. And yeah. if they decide to go a different path, they still have these skills that can be yep. helpful in, in whatever career path they choose to yeah. pursue. That's really cool. And didn't you say that sometimes that you've actually had some kids come back yes, more than one year? Yes, there's actually quite a few that uh, returning students, and that's a good sign. I mean, the program's yeah. really new, but to have returning students come back, yeah. it, it does show that they, there is a lot of interest in it. That's really cool. And you guys have a version of that over at the police department too, yep. Adam? Yep. Uh, youth Police Academy, very similar to the fire uh, Youth Fire Academy, but based on police skills. Um, actually, this year, the two academies did a joint graduation. So oh, I nice. think they're trying to move towards even more coordination. Uh, and then this year, the police department rolled out, uh, brought back for the first time in... Uh, I want to say it was like 30 years, this cadet program, which huh. actually goes for, um, for young people 18 to 23 are able to uh, basically get full-time jobs that function more like internships with the police department for two years, um, which teach them, um, you know, kind of a variety of policing skills uh, and give them the opportunity to then move onto the police force providing that they pass the police exam. And so we had uh, six uh, cadets um, brought in this year, sort of the, the first class, like I said, in about 30 years and are looking to uh, expand upon that now for the next year and then coming years. Very cool. Yeah. So if um, somebody watching this is interested in that, either the summer youth program for the younger kids mm -hmm. or the cadets, how would they, I mean, I guess there's the internet. You go on the internet, you go to the Cambridge Police Department, you go cadet, yeah. and there you are. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, you also, anybody would be welcome to reach out to me, uh, Adam Patton, at the police department. My phone number there is 617 349 uh, 9354. Anybody could call me. I'm happy to connect them to the right I'm gonna person. call you right now. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And anything that you know about how kids sure, get so into that program? Sure. Because this is through the, the mayor's office. The mm -hmm. mayor uh, 
at City Hall, there, there's usually flyers set up and there will be kind of representatives that reach out and, and kind of promote it as well. Nice. And they will go to the schools and, you know, kind of take volunteers and, and kind of do it that way. And kind of boot, um, right. do some outreach. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's interesting because in the work that I've done for many years in homelessness, we often kind of lump you guys together into public safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it makes a lot of sense. I mean, mm-hmm. in some ways, your role and your interface is similar with uh, folks on the street or whatever. But we were talking also about the firehouses. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about how you guys interface with... So the firehouses, uh, in, in our city at least, have an open door policy. Uh, you can come and knock on it. We'll let you in. We'll, take you, we'll give you a tour. We'll let you uh, sit in the pump. We'll you know, <laughs> show you around. But a lot of times we have uh, school visits. All the local schools uh, will come with their you know, grades from kindergarten all the way up. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it's a great way for the kids to get used to us. We'll show them our gear. Uh, and this is a huge, a huge one for us because in the case of an actual fire, sometimes our gear scares children. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that makes to have them come in and, and see us and see who's actually behind the mask right. is, is a huge, huge thing. Oh, right. If you had a big gas mask on, yeah, right. that would be really and, scary. Yeah. And it just, it just, it's like, come with yeah. me, child. Right. And no, because you look like a scary super. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So it's, it's just another uh, That's really wise. process yeah. that we yeah. kind of use to help get into the community. Yeah. And you were talking about how you have a dog bowl out there <laughs> yes yeah. uh, our particular station engine five uh, most of them do but ours is uh it's probably the cleanest in the <laughs> of course of course but no uh, competition right, right. but uh, yeah we keep it out there for the dogs i mean we're a huge dog community so we like to uh keep them well hydrated nice yeah, and- my dog has personally benefited from this dog well, there bowl. You go. i also appreciate it i think one of the bowls got run over i think uh and so it was gone for like a few days, and then a newer, I feel like, sturdier bowl had shown up <laughs> in right. its place That's that right. seems indestructible. And so, yeah. Wow. Just, despite your best efforts, stomping on it. <laughs> no, you, yeah. you got to have water for the dog. You got to have I water mean, for gotta, the dogs, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm more a cat, cat person, but uh, don't dogs sort of know, oh, we're going to go there and there's going to be a dog bowl? Oh, yeah. And they're like, they, like they, yeah, mm-hmm. they're ready, yep, right? They're it. all psyched, yeah. yeah. You can always uh, see them. Starting from the corner, the tails like, are, are going nine right. miles an hour, and, and they're getting excited. <laughs> yep. Do you have Dalmatians? <laughs> Not no. anymore, no. That tradition has kind of trickled out. What? Ha- why were Dalmatians a thing? I guess. So, Dalmatians. Oh, do you, you actually <laughs> have an answer? Yeah, you want to know? I actually yeah. want to know, please. Okay, so um, <laughs> back in the day, which was a Wednesday, I didn't know if you knew that. Okay, it is thank a you. Um, so, there used to be horses that pulled our pumps. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they picked a Dalmatian, but the Dalmatians used to be good leading dogs, and they oh. would lead the horses to the fire. Ah. Yeah, that makes I knew sense. that. Right. You didn't know that, Adam? I did not know that. I did not know that. Great. But that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Right. Can I use that? Of course. Yeah, I will credit you. Sure. Yeah, but anyone watching this now has this cool story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So if you do have a Dalmatian, I mean, feel free to bring them by, and yeah. we'll, we'll see how it works. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Don't test them out. Yeah. So we have, we're working with kids. We're working with cadets. So did I'm curious, did the cadets... Were they um, recruited from within Cambridge, the Cambridge population? Yeah, yeah you have to be a Cambridge resident to uh-huh. be eligible for this. Uh, so, and it was interesting. There were some uh, of these young folks who had participated in our youth police academy mm-hmm. and gotten connected to us that way. I think was a way that they started to to get to know the police department. Um, there's others who I think have made connections over the years again through officers being involved in a lot of youth activities. Uh-huh. We have a number of officers who coach. 
basketball teams uh, oh, in nice. the city. Um, one of the officers is an assistant coach for the football team at the high school. They just uh, there's a lot of ways that our officers are out there forming relationships with a lot mm-hmm. of young people, and so uh, it gives them a sense that this is a potential career path for them. Um, that's really where we got most of the folks coming in was a connection to some officer um, uh-huh. or more than one officer that they knew. So I will just say uh, earlier in this um, series we had. Deputy Superintendent Rob Lowe and Judge Roanne Srago who came on and we talked about compassionate policing Mm -hmm. with purpose and results and some of what they were talking about of these initiatives around youth diversion and just like that what I think he said that youth arrests had fallen by 70 or 80 percent over a five-year period it's It's really amazing yeah 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 Yeah, I think uh, the Cambridge Police Department really has a number of initiatives and programs that are pretty extraordinary uh, in comparison to what's out there, the rest of the, the country in policing that is really trying to uh, uh, minimize young people's uh, you know, uh, connection to the criminal justice system yeah. and really trying to uh, help connect a lot of folks in vulnerable populations to services and care. Services and care rather than punishment and incarceration. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were talking about something else also about kind of alternative stuff. What were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about how um, basically the fire response has gone from less about house fires and more to other things. And before we talk about that, I just want to say, we're going to take two minutes to talk about that because then we want to reprise our drive. Sure. This is Meet the Problem Solvers. Corey McGrath from the fire department, Adam Patton from the police department, both uh, Cambridge departments who are um, engaged in active gift drives. The fire department is working on Toys for Tots. Police department is working on uh, gifts for seniors. So we will circle back and let you know how to get involved with that. But yeah, tell us a little bit more about how sort of firefighting has morphed. Sure. So really interesting. Right around um, 2001, 9-11 attacks uh, was very kind of high fire activity. And since then, it's kind of transitioned into uh, almost like a medical career field. And now most of our department are EMTs, paramedics. Mm. Uh, everyone's a first responder. And it just kind of goes to show that the department is kind of adapting to what the community needs and that, you know, a lot of it is medical. So I'd say, you know, probably half of our calls, maybe more, could be medicals. Really interesting. So in both cases, you're sort of morphing to be problems, solving the problems that are the emerging problems, not saying like, no, we do fires, so we're going to do fires and good luck with the rest of that stuff. Or, yeah. Got to do the work that's out there. Right? Got to do the you work know. that's out there and get the better results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to reprise our gift drive. But, you know, this has been a really fun conversation. Is there anything else you kind of want to share about your own journey getting to, to be here or um, anything else about the work that you do every day? Sure. I mean, uh, this, this was one of my lifelong goals is to become a firefighter. And unfortunately, the city I grew up in didn't have a youth program. Uh-huh. So, you know, again, I know we talked about it earlier, that that's a huge, a huge program for the children. And if it was in my seat, maybe I would have gone on a lot sooner. I didn't get on until I was 27. Uh-huh. So, you know, maybe I could have started my career a few years earlier, maybe not, I don't know, but it definitely would have helped. Interesting, yeah. How about you, Adam? 
Um, well, it's interesting. I mean, I've just worked in the police department for about two years. Um, I don't have really a police background, um, sort of a civilian employee there. And I think that the, the department has been uh, incredibly welcoming and has really grown these roles in the last decade. Uh, we've increased now, uh, there's two social workers on the staff and I believe we're looking to hire a third. We now have a, uh, cl a clinical psychologist uh, for uh, youth uh, who's full-time wow. on the staff, came over from the Cambridge Health Alliance. So I think that the um, the, the sort of move by policing into a lot of these, this other type of work, the, the sort of service work and the care work really um, brings in the ability for folks with other backgrounds to come to work uh, in police departments to build these partnerships within the department as well as uh, outside the department. That's interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I, every time I've talked to somebody doing public safety in Cambridge, it makes me feel really proud makes me feel really happy that, you know, we have high taxes and they're being used thoughtfully and wisely mm -hmm. and with intention and with the right outcomes. So that's super cool. So let us now reprise our information about our drives. Yes. Would you like to kick us off here, Adam? Sure. Uh, so the Secret Santa for Seniors program uh, is ongoing. Your public drop-off locations are City Hall, the main library on Broadway, the Cambridge Police Department, which is at 125 6th Street in East Cambridge, for folks who don't know, and the Cambridge Public Health Department, located in the basement of the Windsor Street uh, Health Center at uh, 119 Windsor Street, uh, and bring uh, hats, gloves, scarves, slippers, any kind of snack, uh, cookie, dessert things, uh, new items, uh, unwrapped, uh, any kind of local Boston, New England sports team, uh, hats, uh, gloves. That's a big winner, huh? Yeah, those are yeah. always big winners. So yeah. those are the things. Bring them, and you have until next Wednesday, um, December 18th, uh, the end of the day, about 5 o'clock, to get those items in. So thank you. Great. Corey, take it, out, take it away. Well, I'll take it home. Take it home. <laughs> bring it us. So bring us on. the Toys for Tots program, uh, we have a few more days for it. It stops Thursday the 12th. And... If you are feeling jolly this holiday season, you can come to any fire station in the city. There's uh, eight of them. So headquarters would probably be your best bet. They have the most boxes, but any firehouse will work. And you can also use some of our partners, if you will. Uh, Cambridge Side Galleria has drop boxes, and Draper Labs has drop boxes. And, you know, if you are in the store and you see, I don't know, a toy that you think your child would like, the chances are there's about a million more that would like that same present. So grab a few of them, bring them on down. You know, we'll give you praise and thank you. We'll give you a cup of coffee, and uh, we'll feed your dog some water. <laughs> nice. And again, those should be those gifts should be unwrapped. unwrapped yes. If you bring them wrapped, they will have to unwrap them. So right. Yeah. Well, this has been really fun. Thank you guys very much. I hope that your drives are really successful and thank that you. they are massively expanded as a result of. You're coming on Meet the Problem Solvers. Thanks very much. Yeah, it's really, really fun. Thank it. you for having us. Thank yeah. you. Um, and happy holidays to all.